This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Gary Stockforth, and I listen to the Scarf Bagara War. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. And welcome to the Scarf Pagara War, the podcast for county fans by county fans. I can see your face on the screen, Ross. How are we? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you. I can see you. It's the dream. I'm living the dream. That's, that's all I can ask for, really. And a minute early as well. Fantastic. Uh, it's the first show of the new season proper with me, Nick Lee, and Russ Johnson, who you can see over there. Uh, what season it's going to be as well? The first game against Dagenham. Real signal of intent. It was good to see everyone lining up in the right positions and a convincing win. <laughs> right, that's the, that's the intro I thought I'd be using. So who have we got on with us tonight? Well, our guest tonight is his second appearance on the podcast. Uh, you may know him as the bass player from Dutch Uncles. He's, you may know him from the numerous soundtrack work and solo stuff he's done, the composing, or you might just know him as someone who sits near you in the seats at County. That's fine too. It's Robin Richards. Hello, yeah, mate. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, how are you guys? Not yeah. too bad. Yeah. yeah. We're on a, on a bit of a... We've, I would say we've got over uh, Saturday, but I've barely, I've barely got over the hangover, never mind the actual performance. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, I can't act this. Well, last time we spoke, Russ, I was planning because we didn't do a podcast last week, so I was planning to get my nephew to the Fleetwood game, if you recall. Mm-hmm. I do recall. Big, yeah, yeah. Big thing. I was like, cause I, I'm not going to have kids because well, look and B, <laughs> and B, have you seen them? So, well, big big thing. My nephew is going to get to experience like a big match day and edgy early doors. Loved it. Like breakfast, yeah, I love that. Standing outside the bookies, holding my fag while I went in, love that. I think the breakfast whiskey was a bit much for him. 
As soon as we got into the ground, he was crying and asking for his mum. We've all been there. Don't get me wrong. But we have, we have. Not, not five minutes into a friendly. <laughs> so we, we lasted 25 minutes. I, I left at nil-nil and missed six goals, which pretty much sums up what the season's going to be like, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Well, I've, I've had that experience myself, as you know, Nick, with my son. 4-1 down at home to Boston. Um, I had to take him out. As soon as the third one went in, actually, he just he was just crying his eyes out. So yeah, wasn't wasn't a pleasant experience. I'll try, I'll try again in ten years. You know, when we're in the championship, it'll be hard to get a seat with them twenty two thousand people stealing all the tickets. But I manage. But what are we talking about tonight, Russ? Well, we're going to talk about the Dagenham and Redbridge match. Absolutely, we are going to do that. We've got to do that, mate. We've got to get out of our systems. Um, we're going to look ahead to Southend and Grimsby uh, on Saturday and Tuesday, respectively. Uh, hopefully, we've got a Grimsby pod- podder coming on um, in a few minutes to talk us through that, that match and what we can expect from Grimsby. Um, and we'll talk with Robin throughout and talk about your new album. And we'll talk about County because yeah. we know that we know that County is your first love, and you just do music on the side anyway. Um, <laughs> pretty much um, it. Yeah, it takes a lot of my energy. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just talk about just different stuff, really. I guess just yeah. So, uh, shall we run the titles that we've got, even though we've already done it three times? But we'll do it anyway. Let's run them again. Why not? Yeah, just why not? Be reminded. Yeah. So, Dagenham and Redbridge then. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awful, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and and so, thanks for watching. We'll be back next week. Yeah, just you know, going in with all that expectation, and then it was just dire, wasn't it? I just it was. Uh, there's not much else to say, really, on it. It was just, I, I, yeah, a bit shell shocked afterwards. Yeah. In the, uh, the eight pints helped afterwards a bit. But the following day was just like, I was like, why do I feel so sad? Oh yes, those bastards again. Ah, uh, that feeling again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was out drinking with Russ, and I, I must say, he's definitely a credit to his family. <laughs> what, what a well-behaved young man he is. Get, gets his round in when it's his go and everything. Yeah. Of course, of course. But other other than that, I've got nothing on the day. Oh, I was I was very more than anything else. I was annoyed to see square pegs in round holes. I must have said that phrase more times this week than I ever have in my life. It's just it it about, like Tom Walker playing at left back. I had this discussion with someone on one of the message boards a couple of weeks ago because in, in one of the friendlies we had Collar playing at right back and Walker playing at left back. I was like, we shouldn't, there's no excuse for square pegs in round holes, not with the budget we've got and the squad. And then for the first day of the season to have Whitfield as a centre-forward when he's about three foot, and then Walker at wing-back as well. I was, I was infuriated before the game had even started. And then obviously what, what unfolded over the following 90 minutes was enough to keep me infuriated. Yeah, I asked him, um, my mate Chris, who came to the game as well, I asked him, how long do you think it will be until people start singing Jimmy Gannon's Blue White Army? And he said, oh. maybe like three or four games. Yeah. And it was about 70 minutes, wasn't it, that it started? And it's like, yeah. I get people are frustrated, but it's not going to help, is it? No, no I was just chat. laughing my head off by that point. You're gone. People yeah. are frustrated, but it's one game. 
I, yeah. I could understand. I mean, I was I was livid in the in the game. I was absolutely livid to the point where, after about 60, 65 minutes, I just couldn't give a shit anymore. I knew I knew we weren't we weren't good enough to to, to beat them. To be fair, Dagenham were really really good, but that's you know that's by the by. We should have been better than them, based yeah. on based on last season, based on what we spent and and and, and everything else. Um, yeah, I, I've not come away from the first match at home feeling like that since we played Huddersfield all those years ago. You know when we, yeah, well, it's when we had Beckett, we had Warren Feeney, we had Ricky Lambert, we had a really good nucleus of a team, and the expectations were high, and we just got it was just a big massive letdown, um, and I think it was the expectation um, of 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 the day really that just it just all fell flat on our faces, didn't it? It's horrible. I think that season we only won six games, didn't we, as well? So hopefully it won't be like that. You know, I keep you know coming into it like you know, Files went down a couple of seasons ago. They had the highest budget in the league. It's like, okay, we've got a big, decent looking squad on paper, but it just needs to click on it. And mm. sooner or else people are going to get very frustrated. Um, but like you say, it's one game and yeah. it could be, it could be very different on Saturday evening. I really hope it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be horrible to get embarrassed on telly, isn't it? It's bad enough getting embarrassed with just 5,000 of us there, but on national on national telly with at least another 50 people watching. We never, we never play well on telly. Yeah. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I tried to um, dispel that as a myth a few months back, and ever since then, we've just gone to shit on telly again. So, yeah. I was very annoyed that it took over an hour to make any changes. It was quite clear from, like, half an hour in that changes were needed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and... Well, I mean, it took until like the 80th minute for him to actually change the system, which which wasn't working. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure they've got other plans, and it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how many changes he makes on Saturday, whether he sticks with the same kind of nucleus of the squad there. Because I'm assuming from what we've what we've seen so far, Hogan, Rooney, and Madden are pretty much undroppable and unsubable. I think. Yeah, and I wonder whether you know he played three at the back. Um, I don't know whether he has to play fish, you know, mm. whether it might be a contractual thing or, um, and obviously Barkley, you know, he should be great on paper. Um, but, you know, playing three at the back at home, we didn't do that much last season, did we? And we were great defensively last season. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure whether... When Russ came in, he tried to go to four at the back and then he, yeah. soon, went back, he soon went back to the three. And I, I think the expectation was that this season he'd, he'd go back to playing how he wants to, but he doesn't seem to. He seems to be remaining with a three at the back, which is a weird one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, because Jennings played it, like, left. Yeah, left centre-back, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's gonna, it's, it might take a bit of time for the, for the new players to gel in, but... Um... We can't play any worse than that, anyway. That, that's something. We've, well, we've got sure. the worst performance of the season out of the way. If, if we're any worse than that, then there's big problems. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I was, I was thinking before, like last time I was on the podcast with you guys, um, it was right at the start of the 2018-19 season. How was it? Um, and we'd we'd just lost to York. And it was like, oh, mm. going to be here another, you know. And, uh, you know, that, again, it was early doors and we won the league. So, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably still be a bit depressed until Saturday and then. And then maybe until Tuesday, and then, and then maybe even more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we've got some. We've got some comments coming in already. Quite a lot of comments. Is we, we obviously we can't go through all the comments, um, but just maybe one or, or two we'll pick out. Uh, this this is this is a good one from Ross. Uh, 
friend of the podcast. What has Reed got to do to start a game? The fella scored 20 last year uh, and then a winger starts up front instead. Yep. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I don't Fuck get that excited. But, but even, even in pre-season with everyone talking about the options we've got, not one person was mentioning Reed. Everyone's on about Madden and Quigley and Rooney and Whitfield. No one's mentioning Reed. Put some respect on Alex Reed's name, people. But he did score quite a few goals from the bench towards the end of last season, didn't he? He came on and made an impact. Yeah. Um, where I suppose in the first part of last season, it was kind of his link up with Bennett, which was yeah. obviously the system changed when Russ came in. But yeah, you know, he, he definitely could have started on Saturday. And I don't know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, when, um, it's like when a new music venue opens and the old venues just kind of, no one goes to the old venues. And it's just because they've been there a long time. And it's not like they're, you know, they're awful. It's like, it's just because there's something new. And I think maybe he's just kind of trying to give the new players as much of a chance to start with. Yeah. And then eventually be like, actually, let's get the old guy back in. Yeah. yeah, let's go back to the Deaf Institute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's go to let's go to the Deaf Institute and watch Ash Palmer and Jordan Keane. Ah, oh, I'd go to that. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going now quite happily. I, I hope we see Keane in the side on Saturday. I want to see a ball winner in midfield because there's a lot of expectation being put on this lad from Aston Villa. Where we, we've seen it before, where we've had a young player on loan, and all the expectation seems to be on their shoulders. I mean, he can have a great game this coming Saturday, but if the other 10 players they did last Saturday, then it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, there's, it, I think the, the thing with having Keane, like even, even on the bench, is the fact that he's basically having two players. He covers both centre half and centre midfield pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have him in the squad. Yeah, but, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like also being kind of nostalgic for, for the old team as well. It's like, I'd start Minion as well. Bring back Mal Bell, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Mulhern back. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, nostalgia only get nostalgia only gets you so far, doesn't it? Um, yeah. You, you know, they're, they're in the squad, but you can't just play them just because just because they they, they were part of the the, the title winning teams. So that's not quite how it works. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got getting a lot of comments through saying, you know, get Palmer back in. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. For me, Hogan had an absolute shocker. Um, there, there didn't seem to be any sort of identity within, within how we were playing. Dagenham definitely had an identity. We did not. Even our goal, Palmer cleared it into the corner. I think Madden picked it up, did some good work, and managed to get across him for Rooney. Um, or you so, could say... Uh, that pass from Hogan, you could say it was a great pass from Hogan. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, he was. A, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a great pass. I mean, it was a lot. It was. I think it was a long ball into the corner, as 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 you do. Because I, th- if I remember rightly, and I, I was probably three or four beers deep at that point. <laughs> but if I remember, if I remember rightly, um, he sort of stumbled, and I think he was bringing out a defence and kind of almost lost his way a bit, and then thought, right, I'm going to go into the corner now. Um, so it it felt like a bit of a clearance to me. Um, so yeah, but even after that, they, they, that's all they tried all match. Um, I've no idea. Um, I'm just going to try and change me my clubs because I think I think I might be echoing. So um, you just you two just carry on. Okay. So why don't you tell us about your new album? We'll have a quick break from the football chat because the yeah. last thing you want is to be plugging it right at the end. You know, it's not the, it's not the national lottery. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Robin? Yeah, so next, uh, yeah, week on Friday, 
got uh, my it's technically my debut solo record but it's it's um it's a double double soundtrack album so it's two of the films i've worked on with um film director clara cassian um it's, oh there we go uh um, hey, don't no expense spared <laughs> on here i'm telling you right. uh yeah so it's the, it's the two um soundtracks of those films um and it's available obviously for streaming and uh, it's coming out on limited edition double cd as well on the 3rd of september so um, and are then you be playing live to support it yeah on the on the 10th of september we've got a uh a show at home in manchester excellent it's um so a screening of the film the earth asleep with the live score that i'll be Amazing. performing with a few of the musicians and yeah we're really looking forward to it because it's been it was meant to have been screened last april yeah and then that was postponed until december and postponed again and postponed again so it's like fifth time lucky it's gonna happen now yeah, <laughs> like just finally do you know a proper gig it's gonna be great yeah, how has it been for you, like, eight, 18 months of not being able to... I mean, obviously, obviously you can still create, but yeah. in terms of getting out there, it must have been horrible. It, it's, it's, been, it's been tough, but, I mean, you know, there were so many other people in, in, in the same or worse boat, and it was like, so I had to cancel a few gigs, cancel a few festivals, but it wasn't the end of the world. And, you know, in, in some respects, it actually meant that we had more time to work on that film, kind of refine it, refine the soundtrack and get it all... Mm uh like we wanted it to be and you know in some ways that, that can be a hindrance because you still need a, a deadline to work towards so having the yeah. screening and having like the backing of home to make sure it went ahead was great um so yeah no like i had things to do you know we started writing with the band again even though we're doing it remotely um so that's been fun so it's just been yeah frustrating not to be able to get into, in a room with other people and play um that's starting again now but uh it's good that we've still been able to be creative in that in that respect. So there's going to be new Dutch Uncle stuff coming up. Was that was that a TSBW exclusive there? Uh, God, it might have been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, at some point, yeah, we're we're working on it. Excellent. Yeah, that's very good news. Russ, are you back? I'm back. Yeah, we weren't talking about you, mate. It's all right. I wouldn't have known if you were. It's not like I'm yeah. controlling all this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I mean, we'll talk about the album a bit more later while, while we sort of had that technical interlude, I guess. Um, let's talk about uh, the matches that we've got coming up, and we could talk more about Dagenham as well. Um, if we start with um, the Grimsby match on Tuesday, I want to do it that way because our guest from um, the, let me just get this right, my guest from the DN35 podcast, which is a Grimsby podcast, has just arrived. Um, so we'll get Alex on. Talk about Grimsby on Tuesday, and then we'll come back to Southend and, and Dagenham uh, in a second. Welcome, Alex. Welcome, Christ. This is snazzy. Yeah, you like it. This is what we see. This is what we have uh, in in the West. I know you said you guys were flush with cash. I didn't know it all went into the podcast as well. <laughs> this is the pit. This is the epitome of Harry, uh, Harry, uh, Harry Kane, Harry Enfield's loads of money gone into podcast form, isn't it? <laughs> hey, wait, 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 I've got John Rooney upstairs cleaning my toilet. <laughs> so let's just dive in. I've got no questions prepared for you. We played each other on Tuesday. There was a big sort of who are about 
the number of tickets sold. We could probably talk about that because everyone was getting a bit bedwettery about that um, on, on on Twitter uh, this week. Um, we had a really poor start. How is it looking for you? What can we expect on Tuesday? We haven't started yet. I don't have a clue. We haven't played a, a league game for 112 days, I think. Uh, our old footage is in black and white of our last league game, which isn't the worst idea in the world. Uh, but um, we we have no idea. We really do. Um, it's been a it's been a bit of an odd one, really. Um, in terms of how the um, the squad has been taking shape, it's been great. We've had a hell hell of a preseason. It's lasted for about three decades, um, and then COVID hit, and we didn't even get to go to the luscious of Bromley. So. Um, we're, we're preparing. It looks like we're going to be all right. I think Hurst is keen to get a striker in. Uh, we had Grant Taylor, who seemed to be a great addition, uh, played five minutes in his first preseason, pulled up with a hamstring injury, and no one's seen him <laughs> since. Uh, as the way of it, as he, as did uh, John Lewis, he got injured five minutes later. Um, so we're b- bare bones up front. So, uh, But Hurst always organises us pretty well. Uh, we just, we're just looking around at everybody else paying outlandish fees for strikers going well, God. If you want, you can have one of our strikers because we just stick, wing- <laughs> we stick wingers up front. We don't bother putting strikers you, up front now. I assume you've just got a massive cabinet of them that you just keep and just sort of hold them in front of someone like Wheelstone. They're a team, aren't they? Is that a real team? Yeah, well, just about, yeah. yeah. I thought they were a meme, uh, and then uh, you know, just um, dangling them in front of them, going, "Look at these guys! They they just clean the stands after the game." Yeah. <laughs> Very much, yeah. Just just wheel another one out, dust him off. We have to employ dust someone to dust them every week, yeah, <laughs> and, fl- and fluff them as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> true, <right? laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we, I, what, what I did want to ask you actually was, um, you, you've been down here before, haven't you? Um, but it's been it's been a while, hasn't it? What, how long has it been since you were last down in the non-league? Uh, five years, but it's been it it it's a it's a um an experience that lasts with you forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know, we know, <laughs> we know. We went down, we went down another division, by the way. In case in case you missed that. Oh yeah, we forgot that we're the ITV Digital Brothers, aren't we? We just stand yeah, yeah. around, you know, just going, "Isn't it great? We like that." Yeah. The two teams that got screwed the most out of the stupidest idea in football, because who would want to watch Groomsby Town v Burnley uh, and pay a fortune to do so? Who would have thought that would have gone wrong? <laughs> so, so you, you're down here for the first time in, in God, you know, in, in a few years. I, 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 seeing Twitter and seeing social media, I get the sense that you think you're going to have a really good season and possibly go straight back up. Am I right in that assumption? Um, I think, I think we're. Um, we're buoyed by new owners. Uh, if we had if we had come down with the owners who'd brought us down, I'd have expected us to disappear into uh, National League North or whatever is sponsored by Gazprom or whatever, um, and um, we'd have gone we'd have gone that way. I think we're confident we're going to have a, a, a good season. Uh, it's one of these things where we're all exceptionally prepared, like fifteenth and upwards, getting the playoffs now or something, isn't it? Uh, but. Um, uh, we, we, I would expect us to to challenge for playoffs, but I can't expect us going up. I can't see us. It, it's very hard to change a team around from finishing rock bottom of the football league to then being. You're going to have to what gather 120 points, 110 points. I, I would imagine this season because it seems to be an absolute bun fight at the top. Um, so it's. I think we'll make the playoffs, and then we'll probably lose to Eastley or someone like that in in. <laughs> in the fifth round of that or whatever you do to organise the playoffs. Now. 
You know, it's coming to something when the playoffs actually have a preliminary round. Yeah, I thought exactly. that was like F FA Cup in July, the preliminary round. But no, no, our, our league <laughs> has it now as well. <laughs> I mean, I, it's... I, it's it's funny, isn't it? When you're down, when you're up in the football league and you're sort of twenty second, you're going. I think two up, two down's about right. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, it would be nice. But at least when you get to go up, you know you're well prepared. And the dross in League Two just means that you're going to finish mid table and upwards. And and hopefully you're secretive enough not to to sell anybody on afterwards and and lose the momentum. So that's it. You came down. Is, is your is your personnel completely changed now? Because you finished rock bottom, and you have. Let's face it, you have to be shit to finish rock bottom of league two. We know that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't we have didn't we have bottom place secured by like February? Also, I think we did. Didn't something, we? something stupid. Yeah. Record, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's well done. At least you got it, and you knew what you were doing. I mean, it takes a long <laughs> time to prepare for that sort of stuff. Oh, we that had a vision. Was... And we implemented it. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. We. Under Holloway, we were an absolute shit show. It was it was um, basically Mike Bassett reinvented in in lower league football, and um, he is an absolute clown of a man. Uh, and, um, <laughs> it was it. I mean, it emanated in players headbutting each other on the pitch. Uh, considering it was our players, I'm surprised they didn't miss um, and <laughs> yeah. just sort of headbutted the air. But um, it was it was a man. It was just an absolute car crash. But then towards the end of the season, we. Hurst is a good manager. He knows what he's doing. He's he's very um, he's very by the book. He's Sean Dyche without the gruff voice, um, uh, and he sort of just sets everybody up four four two. And we didn't concede many. We were a mid table team by the time we got relegated, but by then the damage was done, and we were we were looking at what Weymouth is. <laughs> yeah, was Hurst the manager who brought you up? When you came back, he was, yeah. He he came up with us, uh, and then I think he asked for a strength and conditioning coach from our old uh, owners. And they said, When does strength and conditioning coaches renew three points on a Saturday? Um, so he went off to Shrewsbury and took them to the playoffs and uh, in League One. He then went to he then had a very good choice of picking up basket case clubs, so he went to Ipswich, I think, and then he went to Scunny up the road, yeah. Um, uh, so he was he was wondering why everything was on fire, and then he had to come back to us. He's like, "Oh, well, as long as the owner isn't here, I'll take it." Um, so um, he's back here now, saying "us" instead of uh, "we." <laughs> he's, he's, that's that's what that you know, Michael Portillo, where he goes on the rivers. Is it rivers or trains? He goes on trains, doesn't he? Around <laughs> trains, trains. Honestly, it, yeah. With the way yeah, budget it's... cuts are going in, in ten years, that's going to be what he's going to be doing: Shrewsbury, Grimsby, Scunthorpe. That's going to we... be it. There was a, there was a there's a train guy who does like he visited every station uh, and he made a big thing of it a couple of years ago. But then did Grimsby is like the test one because he didn't want to. He just knew it would get no views. Like this is, a, this is a derelict dock. But then again, you're the only place we can get to on the train. It's the only direct line we've got, which is probably why we sold a fair few tickets anyway to come up to yeah. see you. Well, it's, it's two big sprawling metropolopolis, isn't it? <laughs> Grimsby and Stockport, the northern yeah. powerhouses. Is that is that what you think the Conservatives were thinking about when they were talking northern powerhouse? And they were like, "Yep, yeah, Stockport. Get if as long as we can get the National Fishing Heritage Centre uh, connected as quickly as possible to the Hat Museum, yeah. the North is going to be fine." Yeah. yeah, Stockport and Grimsby putting hats on fish. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's 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 talk about the match. Um, obviously, that it was meant to be on the Monday, wasn't it? And we got a, we got a comment in. We were going to touch on this anyway. 
Um, what do you think about it being moved to the Tuesday? I think you've got a lot to say about this, probably. Well, I, 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 knew, <laughs> um, I guess I guess so. I mean, you're naughty, 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 but who cares? Um, it's a shame, um, but um, it'd be nice to do it on a bank holiday. I don't know what a couple of hours are each way do, but if it helps you guys, then I would have taken the opportunity if it was on our foot too. Uh, but it's just a shame you get very little games as you guys know up this end of the country everyone seems to be on some sort of business park in in basingstoke or something <laughs> yeah yeah um so it was it's a shame it's not a bank holiday game because i think it would have gone down pretty well um I, I don't know what tickets are like i think we sold seven i think i told you 750 or so out of the 800 we got given so please sir can we have some more and then they'll go on general sale as long as it's not pissing it down like it did last time we were in the away and that's all i remember from stockport in some god-awful fa cup first round game that's all i used to remember of stockport we used to get you in like the third round of the fa cup in and then we'd lose 2-1 to you go all right well that's that's our one joy of the season that's disappeared (laughs) we've got we've got a nando's now so jokes on you yeah they see you beating us with grimsby's the only place that had a starbucks and went no and shut it down. <laughs> we genuinely had one in the center of town, in like the shopping center, and it lasted us about eighteen months. And then everyone went, "Well, I, where do I get my? Where's my fish?" And then, like, "Where's my fried fish and chips with this?" And they just bonked it on the head because they didn't know what an americano was. Yeah, like in Stockport, we just put a poem in a bus stop and call it an art gallery. That's, that's, that's a good thing, isn't it? That's yeah, all right. You've got to do your bit, aren't you? That's well, the Northern City culture, isn't it? I don't think call this number for a blowjob like counts as poetry, but Russ keeps writing it, so if Ma- you're going to keep uh, writing it, Mike Newell's got to make his money somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't, can't just be going around shouting at women all day, can he? Who <laughs> oh, was that? That was John. We used to have John Welsh, who used to play for Tramere, and he got mm. a, a convicted of assault for I think he like two footed a woman at a bus stop. Um, I remember reading that and thinking it was a two-footed thing that was a weird bit about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprised he even made contact. (laughs) (laughs) So, go on then. Um, Finally, who do we need to look out for on Tuesday and what score do you reckon it's going to be? Fast fun. Nick loves it. (laughs) We haven't played a league game. I don't know. Um, uh, Who do we watch out for? Ben Fox looks to be pretty useful. Uh, He's got a good raking pass on him. Uh, Enrico Sosa, who we got from Darlington, uh, is is quite quick. Um, and then Max Wright, who's used to is like our shining light who always gets injured. So as long as he doesn't get injured, he'll cause you some problems. Uh, I reckon a boring nil-nil will suit nobody. So I assume that's what we'll get because we can't score. So that's the best we can hope for. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going nil-nil as well, personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, yeah, but you're going nil-nil because we've just been smashed by Dagenham and Redbridge, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, if, we, I, I, if, we, I, I, if we win on Saturday, then ask me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're so fickle. You're so fickle. Carlton was right. <laughs> right, Alex. Thank you very much um, for coming on. Uh, maybe no we'll return. We'll return the favour when it's at your place, and we'll come to your pod. Yeah, you're more than welcome. It's, to, it's up yeah. to you. I'm not. Inv- I'm not inviting myself. I'm just saying it's an option. <laughs> I ju- just waiting in the uh, in the lobby the whole time. Is that just every podcast? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're more than welcome to. More than welcome to. <laughs> All right, cheers, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, cheers, 
Well, there we go. A bit of insight from Grimsby. Thought I'd get uh, Alex on for a bit of a bit of bant and mega lols. Grimsby's internet fish getting quite the workout tonight. Yeah, we did. We did. We did, we did see the comment that came in about Grimsby's internet fish, but honestly, uh, we, I didn't, we didn't want to put that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I also sort of want to say, can I just say sorry that you have to live in Grimsby? Thought I yeah, let's leave that one as well. I'm, I'm sure he knows. I've got a question for you. Sorry, you have to live in Grimsby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless. God bless okay. Back to County, back to County, back to Dagenham and Redbridge, because we have got a few more comments. Let's have a look. Um, anything about anything? Have you got anything more to say about the Dagenham and Redbridge match? We talked about the tactics. Palmer should probably start. I've, I haven't got a prediction for you for my line this week, Nick. Um, well, I wanted to talk to you about that. Okay. Right, so that lineup that you posted on Twitter yesterday, if that's your lineup, I'm quite worried about you. If that's the lineup that Simon Rusk is going to go with, then I'm very worried about him. Okay. Either way, someone's getting second. It was pretty similar to Saturdays, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, uh, let's let's not have Whitfield out of position up top. We'll have him out of position at left wing back instead. He wasn't left wing back though. He, he was in the graphic that you put. No, he wasn't. Look again. Look so again. Who, so who's defending down the flanks then? Who's who's defending down the flanks? Who's who's covering that back three? What do you mean? The the, the, the left side, the left and the right side defenders, those centre halves pull out. They get a bit of cover from Whitfield and, and South of Males, but it just they don't have to be it, it was it was four across midfield and three at the back. But at what point have you seen Whitfield play or read about him and thought, oh yeah, that's that's who I want, chucking up and down the line, helping our defence out. I'd, I'd go for like Ryan Rydell with him be, that being his position, but maybe I'm just weird. Well, I don't no, I don't think you're weird. I just think that's your opinion. And I, I think I'm weird. I value your opinion, whether you know whether it's the same as mine or you're wrong. It's it's doesn't really well, matter. I mean, you're you're wrong. Well, well, it's opinions. So until it actually happens, nobody's wrong, are they? Opinions anyway. are like opinions are like bumholes. Everyone's got one, but we don't want to see Russell's. <laughs> As the old saying goes, yeah. <laughs> as that old saying goes, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, End on Saturday then, on the big screen. We always do, we always do poorly on the big screen, don't we? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, how do we know how End did on Saturday? I didn't actually... They got a late 1-0 win against Kings Lynn, I think. Okay. Oh. Away, and the Kings Lynn were down to 10 men. Okay, it's going to be interesting for, for Southend because they've they, they've just done the double drop like we did, haven't they? Yeah. League one, League two, you know, straight through. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's always that expectation that you know eventually we're going to stop falling down the leagues. Um, and that didn't happen for us. And, and you see, like Chesterfield struggling the same way. So I don't know whether Southend are expecting to to bounce back or they will anticipate another tough season. But um, they've been a bit of a Basket case club yeah. for several years now, haven't they? So it's yeah, they've got an astonishing amount of debt. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I feel like we we've got a chance on Saturday. <laughs> you know, but it's well. Let me just say, it wasn't a late win. Actually, it was a, it was a nine it was a nine minute winner. Um, Sam Dolby scored the winner. 
But not nine minute. What a nine a ninth minute winner or nine minutes to stop his time or it took nine minutes to cross the line. A ninth. It was a the, the goal was scored in the ninth minute. Okay. Okay. Well, why do you make things hard all the time, Nick? Oh my God! So infuriating. <laughs> oh, you, you were quite happy to make things hard in the pub on Saturday night, though, weren't you, Ross? <laughs> <Sticking me. laughs> um, yeah, Sam Dolby. So he was on loan at our place last year, uh, last season. Totally forgettable. Yeah. Um, so that's him scoring yeah. on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Gu- guaranteed. Like you know, he's going to have an absolute blinder. It's like you know when you saw that Wrexham had signed Liam McAlinden and we signed Quigley, and you can just you just know that McAlinden's going to have a wild season, and Quigley's injured. I don't know when he's back, but um, and then they signed Mullin. So you know it, it's, but they didn't win on Saturday, so no. you know it's yeah. going to be a long season. You mentioned of- about Quigley being injured. Well, it, lo- it looks now as though Sam Minihan's injured as well, and we don't have any. Cl- so him and Quigley, we don't have any because the club seem to keep the cards quite close to the chest when it comes to injuries. Yeah. So it, it's a good job we didn't tell Dagenham Quigley was out injured because we could have got embarrassed on Saturday. Imagine that was a d- bullet dodge, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good day out, though. Otherwise, wasn't it, Russ? We, we had a good day, didn't we, Russ? Didn't we, Russ? We did, didn't we, Russ? We did, didn't we? <laughs> tell me. Tell me you love me more than your wife. <laughs> She's probably watching, you know. Don't say yeah, that. Well, you can tell her as well, then. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good day. I think I think that was probably the biggest takeaway, to be fair, was the fact that we were allowed back in the pubs, we were allowed back in the ground. It was nice to not have to social distance and things, and um, it felt like a proper match. And it, even I said, even I said to me, lad, I said, you know, before before it all capitulated. Um, you know, we heard about the 22,000 seat stadium. We've already had comments about that. You know, if we're going to get a 22,000 seat stadium, then we need to we need to win on the pitch, obviously. But I said to him, I said, look, I said, could you imagine this is a 22,000? That stand built up and that stand built up. It's going to be fantastic. Um, so it, it was good in that sense. You know, it's really positive. Then as the game wore on, even he, even he said to me, you know, he's 13 years old, and he said to me at one all. Um, I've got a bad feeling about this. I think I think it's going to go south for us. Oh, he knows. Old. He's jaded uh, already. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, already, he's been he's been to county that many times already. It's just, um, but yeah, um, another good thing apparently. Oh, here we go. Another good thing. I think this is. I think we've missed this first time, but bar stayed open until the seventieth minute. I didn't know that. I, I wish I had known that. I would have stayed down there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, normally they, they close just after half time, don't they? But I don't normally drink on a match day. That was an exception on Saturday. Just for you, Nick. Same again next home game, mate. Yeah, lads, lads, lads. <laughs> Where did you guys go? What's the... We met in the armoury before the game, and then we were well, with about five minutes of the game to go, I had a text off Russ just saying, armoury, question mark. I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, it was very busy, actually. The armory was the only place we could get a seat. Right. But I had a bloody lovely day, and no one can take that away from me. I had, yeah, I had a great evening. You know, afterwards, yeah. like, the ales were flowing. Had, yeah. You know, the magnet was delightful as usual, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I, d- I did have, have grand plans to go to the magnet on the way home, but then I fell asleep on the bus. So. There you go. Yeah. 
And then I, I, was, I was actually physically sick while walking through the streets on my way home, and someone saw it. That was upsetting. Yeah. We actually, um, it's probably worth mentioning that me and you, Nick, we actually met up with um, with a chap called Joe, didn't we, who's not been to county for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, due to a personal reason that I won't say on, on, on here, but it was just, I mean, I, we'd never met him before, had we? Before that, we'd, we'd spoken on Twitter and stuff, but we met him. What a lovely guy. Met his wife. You know, so that's, you know, it just shows that the county family can come together at some points. And that, that was a really positive part of the day for me as well, uh, was meeting Joe and... Uh, and, and walking him to the ground and walking know, him in. Because <laughs> the floodlights protruding over the houses weren't enough for the giveaway, were they? When it, when it <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, predictions for South End then? That's Saturday, isn't it? Um, I'm, I, I want us to win. <laughs> does, does, does that help? To, uh, yeah. Two all. I'm going. To, I'm going to two all. Two all. Yeah. Is that going to be like a heartbreaking two all though? We're going to be two two nil up and then. I, th I think we'll be two one up, and then we won't quite hold out. Yeah. I'm like I, I slagged off people like this. Like do you remember last season where we were talking about people making predictions. It's always people who say, "Oh, it'll be two two all." Mane equaliser last minute. It's like, is that the best you can hope for? But that is the best I can hope for. Sorry. Yeah, I'm in. Um, I'm in a prediction league with like uh, it's a county WhatsApp group, and there's like there's like 25 of us in there, and yeah, it's interesting. Like you, you know who's like the most pessimistic of the group, and who's just the endless optimism. It's like even in the worst season, some guys are just always predict that we'll win. It's like, oh guys, this mean I like it. It's a positive way to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you set yourself up for disappointment every weekend. Um, but yeah, like we, we so we do, we do it every season, and there's like uh, a guy in the group, Matt, makes a makes a league table, and he completely forgot to do the league table last season. So we did it on Sunday. It took him six hours to compile it all together. So I mean, just shout out for Matt Allen for for getting that sorted because I, mean, yeah, I think I came like eighth or something like that. So nowhere near with a shout, but yeah, that's. Is there not an app for that? There probably is, but he's been using spreadsheets, so maybe maybe yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Oh, oh, that's why I didn't bother doing one. We had one person ask us if we we're going to do one, and then no one else did. So I was like, "Fuck that!" Then I looked at just how much work it was. I was like, "No, you're all right." I did think it was a bit ambitious to get you to do it, Nick. To be honest, well, get anyone to do it, mate. It'd be ambitious to get anyone to do it. It's a bloody nightmare. It's an absolute minefield. As soon as we got onto one, it's one thing predicting the score, and it's like, oh, bonus points for first goal scorer, or bonus points for the attendance. I'm like, Whoa, no, you're all right. Yeah, I mean, who's, got, who's, who's got the time? Who's got the time? Not me. Not bloody me. Um. I, I I personally cannot call Saturday after after last I was so I was so hyped up for Saturday just gone. In, I know Southend are in a load of shit. Uh, they've signed a few. They've signed a couple of players. Well, every time they sign a player, I think shit. They're going to get better. Um, I just don't know. At this, at this I guess at this moment in time, I'd probably be happy with a draw, but that I shouldn't be. I, I won't be happy with a draw. I don't think. You've just said two two. No, I said that's what I think it'll finish. There's oh right, okay. Between, what's your prediction? If if I say to a missus, "Oh, I'm going to the shop. Do you want anything?" She's not going to go. Well, I predict you'll get some fags and a, a big dairy milk and a bottle of Dr Pepper. She says, "No, I want a bag of pickled onion monster munch. Get a fucking move on." 
So that's you told. Well, so, like, we sometimes have like that, like in the in the prediction league, like there's like a hollow victory you get if you if you do lose, but you've predicted the exact result. Yeah. <laughs> there's five points in the bag there. Yeah, and, and then you think, oh, I should have put a bet on. Yeah, <laughs> they're really really loving it. Never bet on County to win. Like you always set yourself up there for a double loss. Yeah. Really, yeah. Never, never bet on an early kickoff either. It's just the, the two no nos of betting, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just, I got silly with County on Saturday on my bets. It was all, I must have had about eight or nine little pound bets on corners, goal scorers, everything. Nothing, not even. Didn't help that I put Palmer to score and then didn't realise he wasn't playing. <laughs> and that was like four of my bets accounted for. Ask Palmer first goal scorer. I was like, he's not playing. Well, did think he weren't going to play. That was my prediction. What was it? Your prediction, or was it what you wanted to happen? No, it was my prediction. You see, this is it with you. This is it with you, Nick. Right? This oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you probably want you. You want Sam Minion to play. You want Jordan Keane to play. You want Palmer to play. It's not going to happen, honestly. Oh, oh, he's he's who? Yeah. Duxbury. Nice yeah, do you want Duxbury to play? You want Kevin Francis to play? Fucking hell. Can't be any fucking worse than what we had on Saturday. You'll, you want Jabo Iberi to play next? <laughs> Show off. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, I just think it's not going to happen. He's, he's going to play the players that he's signing, the players that are perceived as better. So it's almost like football manager to me. He's playing his best 11. But it, um, well, well, time will tell if it is actually the best eleven. It's the best eleven on paper, but in terms of what he actually achieved with the club, in, in terms of what he's done for this club, Jordan Keane's above John Rooney for me. But it's not about what he's done for the club. No, but I think Jordan. I think Jordan Keane's a better shout in that centre midfield than John Rooney. Do you? Yeah, I do. Do, do you think Jordan Keane? Well, the different players, but do I don't, I don't think he's a better player. But I think in terms of our team, I think Jordan Keane is a better fit, without a doubt. Yeah. But I get. I mean, what, what did what did Rooney do besides the goal? See again, it just looks like I'm having a vendetta against certain people. <laughs> but what did John Rooney do? I'm not, I'm not just singling him out. I thought everyone was shit. But what, how how did that happen? What's going on? Why do they let these sponsors drink? <laughs> oh, they're just laughable, aren't they? They're getting right once. I've heard in the past from a, a mate of mine who did the corporate thing with a sponsor a couple of years ago, and he said most of the time the, the sponsors don't even watch the match. Probably, yeah. The, the club just decides on the man of the match. Or they'll just see who scored the goal and just yeah. Or they'll just choose. Well, Rooney's the Rooney's they've got the biggest name, so they'll probably someone that was there. That's the only player they knew, so that that's who it is. Um, got a comment here. Don't know. I mean, Keane, Palmer, and Minion get the club. Yeah, they do, but you other players you've got to give other players time to get the club, haven't you, as well? But as it's not just about getting the club though. When when have those three mentioned Keen Palmer Minion, when have they ever let us down on the pitch? I think you could, you could point to Palmer making a mistake in the playoff playoff semi last year, but other than that I mean it's probably more than you think. But it's glossed over because of however how much they have how well they've done over years, isn't it? It is more than you think. So, but so, Minion's made mistakes. Of course he has. He's made mistakes, yeah, but he's never had a true shocker of a game. None of none of those three players have ever had as bad a game as some individuals did on Saturday, I don't think. Yeah, it's as bad as Hogan played on Saturday, for example. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ash, pa Ash Palmer played games under Rust last season, played better than Hogan did this Saturday, and then was dropped. Just apropos of nothing. 
yeah. but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's 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 that football manager mentality. I think with Russ, where he's just playing the best players. Yeah, maybe maybe. maybe like, yeah, maybe you know a bit of form should come into it because like if Hogan plays like that again, then we'll lose again. And mm. yeah, at what point does he become droppable? Mm. Um, I don't want to yeah. single him out. You know, he, he was. Well, I think he will drop him. I think he will drop him. The, look, the, the only loyalty in football is between the fans and the club. That's that's why that's why Minion's not playing now. That's why Palmer's not well, playing. Minion's injured. To be fair, that's why he's not playing. Well, he, well, that's why he didn't play much last season. Then, all right. But, but, but you get my point, though, don't you? Yeah. yeah? But yeah. I, 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 but first, I don't, I don't think Minihan's a better. I think Minihan's a better, a better fullback than Salem Hales. As a wing back, Salem Hales is better. But if we're gonna, if you want a fullback who's actually gonna defend, I think Minihan's a far better shout. And I'd have Salem Hales further forward. But I've said that, I've said that on air about eight weeks in a row, and no one from the clubs listened to me and gone, "Hey, Simon, here's an idea." And why fucking would they? <laughs> You're on one tonight. You were so nice on Saturday. <laughs> I was bottling it all up for this. Yeah, I thought you might have done. Um, the new player, Arjen Reiki. I think I've pronounced that right. Um, do we know anything about him? Um, he, apparently he's good, from yeah. what I've heard. Like, I know he played in that um, FA Cup game for Villa last season, didn't he, when, they, when all the, the kids played against uh, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember watching him play, but like according to Villa fans, he's he's pretty highly rated. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he how he fits in to the man's game, you know? Yeah, whether he works and and how he would fit into the system again. Again, it'd be interesting to see with him because uh, they made out that the signing was a bit of a coup. Where whether he will have to start, you know, like fish whether. I know. I, I might be being too cynical, but you know, we'll wait and see. I suppose because because uh, while we we're on fish, he he did look on Saturday like a fish out of water. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, do you know what? That does remind me. I forgot to get that tumbleweed um, little gift. You say, you say this. You never going to do it, Russ. <laughs> it's like a prediction league, mate. You said you're going to do it, and then you just put the ass. It's what happens when we ask you to do things. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, had, I had a look at the the replies to the Villa tweet when, it, when he signed for us, and there was nothing but positive words said about him. Um, picked up on a few comments, good range of passing. Um, I think he's a holding holding midfielder, holding midfielder, is he? Uh, box to box, I heard. Oh. Box to box. Yeah, because we don't we don't um, have a holding midfielder really. That's an, an area I'd say we 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 don't actually for all the midfielders we've got, we don't have anyone who you could consider a ball winner. I don't uh, it, it, well, isn't that Crowsdale's job? I thought Crowsdale was our no. ball. Crowsdale, I think Crowsdale and Collar are very similar. They're box to box, I think, or more of a playmaker. But I, I, I wouldn't have Crowsdale down as a ball winner. No chance. I mean, having seen him playing for Fylde, he, he's not a ball winner. No, that's what. That's why I, I think Jordan Keane because Jordan Keane is the only person who who fits that bill. Maybe, maybe he thinks we don't need a ball winner because we've got that much in attack. He's just going, he's just going forward all the time. He thinks we're going to win games one, two, nil. You know, try and get it out of sight before. Uh... I mean, Man, Man City play with a ball winner. So, you know, that's that's very much their attitude, isn't it? Same with Liverpool. They, they, they all use a ball winner midfielder. Yeah, but with respect, Nick, they're in the Premier League. We're not. Yeah, no, but football's football, though, isn't it? 
If, if, if you're if you're if you're playing or if you're going attack, you're being such a dick tonight. Oh my god! It, get Dave Long back because at least at least when he plays devil's advocate, he's not doing it just to be a knobhead like you are. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Do, I'm not doing it just to be a knobhead. I'll, I'll. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is if. Not not every not every team plays with a ball winner. It's not like it's a rule. You have to play with a ball no, winner. Pep does it. Klopp does it. La, la, la. Nine, nine, <laughs> nine teams out of ten play with a ball winning midfielder. Well, and the other and the other one the other one team doesn't win matches because they don't play well, with a ball winner. Go and, go and have a look. Just go and have a look at how teams line up. Most teams have a midfielder who can go and win the ball back off the opposition. I don't see where we've got. I don't see who fills that that role for us. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying, oh, I don't know what I was going to say then. I'm, I'm so angry right now. Even my, even my missus is upstairs going, what's going on down there? I'll tell you what's fucking going on. I'm finally at the end of my tether. That's what's going on with that bloody Johnson. Invited me round to his house the other week, being all nice, and now look at him. <laughs> right. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, I'm, I'm, I probably should have said this a long time ago, but we are getting we are getting some feedback, getting reports down from people that were getting feedback. So I don't know if that, I don't know if that's just, go and get some headphones. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have done that before. Yeah, I think that's been going on for a long time. Five minutes to go. I'll go and get some headphones. On. I know. Yeah, I've been periodically <laughs> muting him, um, hoping that he kind of wouldn't notice. Um, so, well, when Robin comes back, we will talk to him about his, his album in a bit more depth. Um, but yeah, the, 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 I was gonna say, the other bullet point I've got written down here, Nick, is what was your main gripes? <laughs> but I, I think I, I've covered them. I think, I think you've covered them, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah my, my two main gripes were square pegs in round holes and Rusk having his hands in his pockets at the 60-minute mark and not having a, any idea how to change stuff until a lot later. That, that, that was it for me, yeah. Yeah, let, let's let's just cover that for a second because that's a good point. That it's it's this um, seemingly unwillingness to change the game, which is the one thing that was missing. It, I said it. I said it pre-season, but that's what I wanted to see from Rusk this season. Is him actually changing a game? It's something that Gannon was an expert at. The amount of extra points we'd gain just from substitutes or tactical tweaks, and we've seen. Not one little instance of that, and that that really worries me. I suppose, yeah, it's like he's he's very patient, isn't he, Rusk? Mm. Given that, it's very Southgate. Yeah, up to the point where it's too late, and yeah. it's like, yeah, just sometimes when it's clear that something needs to be done, mm. yeah, just I, I, you know, again, it's his first full season, so yeah. And then we'll we're one of the clubs who voted to have seven substitutes. Instead yeah. of five, which if we if we're not going to bloody use any in the first place, <laughs> what's the I point? Know. I know. <laughs> just it's just an ex, extra five hundred quid that Stott's got to spend on putting a couple of extra seats on the bench. Yeah, well, I remember couple... it, like, the start last season was um, Klopp and Guardiola were, were complaining about how they didn't have enough subs. Yeah, in, in a game, and wh- I think where they played like Champions League, really close to the league game or something. Yeah. Um, they, they they wanted twelve subs or something, and um, but then they didn't actually use any subs in the game. It was just something to to complain about, you know. It's like That's it. we want the option, we want the option, yeah, yeah, yeah. we won't use it. But 
it, it's in danger though, isn't it? Of getting like some Amer- American sports, like American football, where they, br- you know, when it's their play to off- offense, they bring the whole offensive unit on, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be like, oh, we got, oh, we got a corner. Bring, yeah. bring, bring your forward line on for the, for the corner. Bring a farmer on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just going to get stupid. Um, yeah. Uh, Robin, what were your main gripes from, what, what are your main gripes of County? Just, just generally, just generally, tell us. The fans. Ooh, what in, in general? Yeah, the fans are a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're, like, we're all we're all guilty of being being a bit annoying, you know, some more than others. It's just you know, it's the nature of supporting a football club that every every club has annoying fans. Um, uh, it's you know the the my gripe was last season was the way that they got rid of Gannon and you know they wouldn't they would not have sacked him if the fans were in the ground. That's one thing we're we're very folk like a positive thing is that we're a very focal um, fan base and it's that yeah they, they they saw an opportunity to to sack him because we weren't there basically to and and we weren't allowed to leave our houses to complain about it mm. um, so you know and I so I completely understand people's frustration on Saturday you know they didn't get a chance to say goodbye to Jim after everything he's done you know. People are still upset about him getting sacked in 2009. Getting sacked in, when was it, 2013? It's like, and and again, just sort of like, uh, yeah. You know, like, I, I, I think it was very naive of them not to think that we'd be pissed off again. That's the fact that every manager we've had in between has been awful. We, you know, we're allowed to be a bit cynical. And especially when you start a new season, you've signed all these players. It's like, oh. Oh, this is worse, and yeah. you know, again, it's one game, and I'm sure we would be it would be a very different conversation if we'd won three one on Saturday. Mm. But um, yeah, you know, like it's good that they did the fans forum the other week. It's good that they're you know, hopefully doing that more kind of regularly, getting you know, actually hearing what the fans want and and you know like about County basically, and it's uh, yeah. I think that's that's a few gripes, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, that's that enough. Sense, yeah. yeah, but what about the positives as well? The positives is that we, you know, we still have county. <laughs> there were points yeah. like in the last ten years where we were so close to going out of business and and having to start. Um, you know, like imagine if we'd gone out of business and tried to start again, like Barry and Macclesfield have done. Like the the fan base is so kind of fractured anyway. Everyone's got their own opinion that it just, it just wouldn't have worked in the same way it has like successfully at Wimbledon or um, Darlington to a degree. It's like mm. it would have been it would have been horrendous. So the fact that we managed to keep a club, even though like those first couple of seasons in the National League North was like it was like a shell of a club. Like you'd go to counting like Cheeseland was covered in shit, uh, like bird shit. And <laughs> wow, you know, it was just like falling apart at the seams. I remember like seeing like stuff still posted up for like season tickets for 2010. It's like oh, just it, it's really depressing. And obviously, we had like a part time team, part time staff, um, and like this massive like husk of a stadium. And uh, so the fact that we overcame that, finally got out of that league, and have something to look forward to. Um, and you know, I think like Stott's aims are, are fantastic. You know, it w- you know, it would be amazing to get back into the second tier 
Um, and like, I, just, I really hope it works, you know, and it, it's very ambitious to have it as a, a, a seven year plan, which I suppose mm-hmm. is now six year plan. Um, but you know, you need that kind of ambition and, you know, he's, he's putting his money into it. So I just, I just really hope it works if he gets us, you know, it's just going to be a really tough season because every other ex football league club wants the same, you know, but they all haven't been down to the sixth tier, have they? So no, they haven't had it as bad as us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's pretty much like that now. I mean, when we come up against like like with the Grimsby lab before, it's just like, well, we've had it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you've got to be down there. Yeah. Oh, you went you went to work on a bike. We had to walk it. <laughs> I think that was one of the things that came out last week, wasn't it, from the fans forum, which I was on holiday, so I couldn't go pretty gutted about that. Um, you know, was all the positivity around the plan. And what you know, what what stopped wanted to do, and they answered all the questions. I got the feeling because I got the feeling there was no hard questions asked. But uh, before before that fans forum, everyone was saying, "Oh, it's going to be a dead negative fans forum." Um, were they? I don't, I, I don't. I think I think the opinion amongst people who had a brain in their head was that it'd be. Pre- I don't know because people seem to think it's all. This is probably the most interesting one in a while. Because there's actually something of substance in the in the past. It's always fans forum has always just been oh any sign of a takeover. Yeah, we're in talks. All right, see ya. And that's been it pretty much. But yeah. now there's actually stuff that we want to meet meet on the boat. But I I don't know. I don't, I'd, I didn't expect anyone to go in asking the Gannon question. Oh, did you not? No, I I wouldn't have done if I was there. Even though it's something that rankles with me because it, it, it would have been it? pretty pretty harsh to, to ask that question whilst Rusk is sat at the desk. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just a proper shit house. It, it, it would take someone with like Yeah, and we have got some shit out social skills to, to ask that kind of question. Yeah. I, given given some of the stuff I saw online before the before it, I thought it was going to get asked. I must have it. It depends where online you saw it though. Was it Facebook and Twitter or because from the message boards, people talking about the fans forum, it also everyone seemed pretty calm and what have you. It was only when you go to like Facebook and Twitter where it's always one extreme or the other, and that that's where you got people saying, oh, "It's all going to kick off." Yeah, but that's got security but, on. But, you, but, but if you look at all three and look at them and balance them out, then you can form an opinion. Can't you? Can't just go to a message board and say that's the opinion of everybody at County. Oh no, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but the other question as well, I thought we would have got asked was. What is what is his exit plan? Um. So, stop. stop yeah, what is stop's exit plan? As soon as, as soon as he came in, that's you know that's generally. I'm sure Richard Park asked him that, and it appears to be that it's about sustainability, getting into championship with the with the infrastructure around the club, and then um, sustainability after that, which is fine. But again, I thought that would have been asked, and that's that's not a negative question. That's just. I want to know the answer. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, that's exactly what I would have asked if I'd have been there. But I, I think there's a section of our fan base that don't give a shit what his exit plan is. His exit plan could be to burn Edgeley Park down and then skip down the M62, laughing his his head off, and people won't be bothered. I, I think that was the worry when when he came in. You know, <laughs> pro- property developer comes in. Yeah, like, oh, alarm bells. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah fair but- play to him, like. He, he said from the start that you know he's going to keep it Edgeley Park, make it massive, you know, 
Exactly. And I just I just got proper chufties when I saw all that. But I mean, yeah, ask, ask, asking questions but... doesn't mean you're against the whole thing. You just no, no. want to know more. That's, that seems to be the, the view that a lot of people are taking. Is because you ask I, I asked a question on, I think it was Facebook the other week. And um, okay, it was about sustainability. Oh, I think it was about um, solar energy and stuff like that. Like if the club are going to get involved, because he mentioned that at the forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I asked a question about that on one of the Facebook groups, and someone replied, saying, oh, here they are, fucking Gannon Brigade. So what are you on about? <laughs> you, you're even having some sort of full-on breakdown here. I mean, is your profile picture a picture of Jim, though? <laughs> it's not. It's not it's not. I went back and went, nah. <laughs> but, um, but, like, Gannon Brigade's a bad thing. I... Be, it's weird, like, isn't it? Like liking one of our best ever managers. Yeah, <laughs> weird. And and, and, like, and also, like bringing up Gannon doesn't mean that you're not behind Russ. Can you? Like, exactly. I, we all want him to succeed. We want we want County to get back into the football league. Yeah. We were like, you know, it's sad that it's not with Jim, but he's gone, and it's very mm. unlikely it'll come back. So let's get behind the manager. And I mean, and but we can talk fondly about previous managers, like we do with Danny. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Just be glad we're not Arsenal or someone, because there's probably someone behind Rusk with a cardboard cut out of Jim, done up with like the Grim Reaper. That's exactly <laughs> the type of thing they do, so could be worse. Okay, should we should we talk a bit more about you, Robin, and your album? Um, it's up to you, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I think you you heard me and Nick have a bit of a chat before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, is there anything is there anything more to discuss about it? When's it out? How can people get it? Um, that kind of thing. Yeah, so the, the album would be out next Friday. Um, so it's a double album. It's two, uh, it's two soundtracks to uh, two films that I, I compose a score for, um, and yeah, it'd be available to stream on Spotify and buy off Apple or whatever. And also available as a limited edition CD, um, which will be out on, on Friday as well. Um, and then the following Friday, Friday the tenth of September, we're doing a show at home in Manchester. Um, there it is again. Technology, guys. This is amazing. And there we go. So, <laughs> yeah, the, Earth, the film The Earth Asleep um, will be screened on the 10th of September and we'll be performing a, a soundtrack live for that screening. You all right, Nick? Yeah, sorry, mate. I was just moving around the table. It's all right. I just wanted to keep you on your toes. So, Robin, for those who maybe haven't heard any of your music before, either with Dutch yep. Uncles or your solo stuff, what 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 are they? What can they expect? Um, well, the the subject matter for the two films um, is pretty pretty heavy, to be honest. Like so, <laughs> um, Birdsong stories from Pripyat is about the Chernobyl disaster, and The Earth Asleep is about the 2011 Japanese tsunami. Oh right, okay. So, um, <laughs> so they're not they're like the albums aren't upbeat. I'll give you that, but they, you know, it's um, it's, it's like it's minimalist um, contemporary classical music with you know synthesizers. There's there's if people have heard my stuff with Dutch Uncles, you'll probably hear elements of that within this. Definitely. But it's it's more it's more filmic, obviously, because it's it's from the film scores. But it's um, yeah, like you know, we made the decision to put it out as as a soundtrack because we just felt that um, it, you know it, it could it could stand on its own as as a piece of music as well as the, the score for a film. So 
Um, I'm, re- I'm really pleased with both both scores, so I hope hope people like it as 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 a double album. And hopefully, you can do the score for our film, which is just going to be me and Russ on one of Edgley's car parks, just beating the hell out of each other with a couple of lump hammers. I think I'll do I'll do like a, a live score for one of your podcasts. Can, oh, imagine that! Yeah, you can you can each have a, a motif, and I'll keep bringing them back. You know. Oh my the, god. Uh, well, that's that's what I want more than anything else in the world now. I think <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. Get a string quartet in. Yeah. We'll, uh... Oh, amazing. <laughs> so it sounds it sounds very much like it could be a bit like two of my favourite bands, which is Sigur Ross and Mogwai. So is it is is it that sort of sort of ilk of of sort of genre? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it's sort of the uh, the the atmospheric side of it that those, yeah. those bands have definitely definitely all come across. Um, Oh, yeah, and I suppose similar to those bands, you know, there are elements of um, percussion as well. It's not just acoustic instruments or just synths. There's 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 other stuff going on that, um, yeah, keeps it keeps you on your toes. Good stuff. Definitely give it a listen. Absolutely. Well, Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, good stuff, Nick. Anything I don't, I don't more? Think we'll be able to uh, perform at Edgley Park like Blossoms did. I don't think it would quite have the same <laughs> appeal. But, uh, I'd be there. <laughs> I'd love that. No, but we, well, we no, might be... actually there's there's um, an application gone in for more gigs at Edgeley Park this week. Oh, cool! Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exciting. Liam, who, who, do you uh... want, who do you want on on the pitch at Edgeley Park, Ross? Don't say the Cortinas because if you do, I'm going to come and. Punch oh, you. don't don't be silly. Who would I want on the pitch at Edgeley Park? Oh God. I, I mean, Dutch well, uncles, obviously. Like, yeah, obviously Dutch uncles. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's an open goal for you there, Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd probably say like Sigur Ross and Mugwai. I'm, I'm, I'm proper into. Um, that would that would be a cool night, actually. You know, that would that would be different, a different vibe. Yeah. Well, Sigur Ross uh, played at Jodrell Bank, didn't they, on summer solstice? One year, no a few years ago, yeah. and that was—I didn't go, but apparently that was—that was pretty good. I mean, the other ones, well, the obvious ones for me is probably either Noel Gallagher's "I Flying Birds" or just Liam Gallagher as a solo. That'd be pretty. Yeah, good. I feel like the, yeah. the, the atmosphere of a Sigaros gig at um, Edgley Park would be quite similar to the, the Dagenham game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jump into a helicopter in a minute, and like Annika, Annika Rice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going from the helicopter. Well, my missus just had to walk. Oh, I might sit here every week. You can see all the vinyl. Oh, I'm oh, definitely nice, sitting yeah. here next week. Yeah, I've, I've taken three spots in this table tonight because my missus wanted to walk past, and we can't, <laughs> we can't have her popping up on the stream. God forbid. Because her insights on county are so good that people want them every week. And we just can't do that. What about you, Nick? Bands at Edgeley Park, and if you say Pete, oh, artists at Edgeley Park. If you say Pete Doherty, we've got the QI. Well, no, because I want I want have Pete or the Libertines because I don't think they're a stadium outdoor band. They're a sweaty band, right? They, Nothing they annoys played, me more. Um, they played at Prenton Park a couple of years. They ago, did they? with the Coral and got Jeremy Corbyn up on stage. Yeah. Yes. And this was yeah. this was before Pete Doherty discovered all the French cheeses that he's. It was, yeah, and the all-day breakfasts and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird because for so long I was just expecting to open the paper and read that he died for like fifteen years. So then to see him as this gargantuan wombat of a man. I mean, like, pleasing. yeah. If if you said that you know 
10 years ago that you'd have you'd have gout now you would be on a baby <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing yeah. yeah to answer your question Russ I'd have Arctic Monkeys alright yeah yeah any question that starts with what band Arctic Monkeys no man or if the White Stripes wanted to get back together Ooh. I'd take that yeah oh suits you but there's yeah. nothing worse than seeing like the Libertines say, "Oh, we're, we're doing a tour, come down." And then you look, and it's all like either arenas or stadiums. It's like, no, go to the Ritz or the Academy or somewhere. I want pints of piss being thrown at me. <laughs> uh, I must be getting old. Can't be dealing with all that shit anymore. Have and you never chucked a pint of piss? Yeah. 20 years ago. ago. You were really at pains then. Yeah. Of course course I have. Of course I have. Who hasn't hasn't been to a gig and done that? But um, yeah, he's not. not, I'm 40 years old, you know. Yeah. yeah. Younger art, mate. Going to to a gig is, 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 is younger. Uh, I've got to tell you a story. Me and, me, me and my wife went to watch Mogwai years ago. It was probably five years ago or something. And it was at the um, Academy I, One in, in Manchester, obviously. Um, and we, we, got, we got into this queue and, we, and I'm, I'm sort of there thinking, this this queue's a bit long for Mogwai and all these young people, what what what, what are we doing? And it was uh, we were studying the queue for about 20 minutes for You, Me at Six. Oh, that, yeah. that wouldn't have been your type of thing. Pete no, likes well, Oh, does he? Yeah, you never know. You might, you might have had a better night. Yeah. You never know. Oh, no. You'll never know. <laughs> I will, I will, I will. You're right. I will never know now, will I? But yeah. Every time you listen um, to Mogwai now, are you just sat there thinking, it could have been you, me at six. <laughs> could have been listening to you, me at six, and uh, <laughs> whatever it is they're doing now. Good stuff. Right. Wow. Let's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I said, but I think I'd have um, Kate Bush at Edgeley Park. Oh, oh, right. yeah. oh yes. Yeah. I mean, she only does gigs every like thirty-five years, so yeah. <laughs> it'd probably be in another twenty years. Yeah, about but, twenty years. Oh, yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, is she yeah. a comic or something? No, she's a singer. Kate Bush. Oh, comic! I thought it's a comic. I thought it's an issue of comic or something. Oh, I can't imagine that, yeah. Kate Bush's stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. that's just about wrapped us up, hasn't it? For tonight. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Um, Robin, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me again, lads. Yeah, it's been no fun. problem. It's your second time. It'll be a hat trick next time when we get you on. Uh, yeah, there, we don't, you don't get a prize or anything. I'm just you have to take the microphone home with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to remind everybody, it's been going on the ticker on along the bottom. Um, we are actually in the final. I don't know how we've done this. Well, people have voted, obviously, but um, <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the final of the football content awards 2021 for best non-league podcast. Um. So if you are listening to this um, or watching this or however you're consuming this, please do go and vote for us. It's the final now, so we need you to vote again. So it's footballcontentawards.com slash voting. Search for Best in Non-League and choose us as the best podcast. Um, and that would be very, very, very much appreciated. And it'll stop um, someone from Berkshire or Kent winning it, which is always good. <laughs> What's also good is that you don't have to vote for anything else. You can just vote for that. You can just vote for that. Yeah, yeah, that's a game. Because I wasn't going to vote for you us. Listen to every other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. There's loads. There's loads of categories as well. But yeah, just 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 choose that one. Vote for us, um, and that'll be good. Also, some news uh, because Dave's left, and now we've got a massive gap in the in the blogging position in the team. Um, we have advertised for some bloggers, and we've got a few bloggers that we're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna we're gonna see what they're like. I think. Yeah. 
um, and then and then ask them to vlog for us. So that'll all be available at some point in in the Fan Hub app and on. Uh, well, probably just in the Fan Hub app. Actually, I need to I need to work out where all, all that's going to go now. Uh, now we haven't got Dave's site. We'll have it off him. I'll go and mug him and get the uh, cool. password off him. <laughs> Not sure that's how mugging works. Um, yeah, you, you take something off someone, don't you? Yeah, but unless he's got it, unless he got it on a piece of paper in his pocket. All right, well, I'll, I'll hold his family hostage. Right, there we go. That's more like it. Dave, I've got yeah. your kids. Give me the password. <laughs> Sorted. Um, and yeah, again, we're going to do these every week. So, you know, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us, share on every, any anything that you play us on. Uh, and just, just spread the word, basically. T- tell someone on the bus about it. Just sidle up to him. And just say, hey, is that podcast? It's all right, you know. And, and wear a mask. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so you, you're basically going up to them and saying, <laughs> they'll know all about the podcast and they'll download it straight away. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, cheers, Robin, for coming on. Right, uh, cheers, Nick, for coming on. I'm, I'm glad to have a week away from you, to be honest, mate. I'm glad I'm not seeing you on Saturday. listening to the Scarf Bagara War, written, edited and produced by Russ Johnson, Nick Lee. For more information, visit www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. Thanks for listening. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.